Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Bear Guys and Tua T Fitness. The How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Cause we learned it from you, Dad. Testing, testing, bitch, bitch, bitch. Testing, testing, bitch, 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 bitch. Oh, bitch. You're just a little bitch. That's too far. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. This is the Wicker Man edition. My name is Chance. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, Giggle Monster from To A T Fitness, <laughs> your friend and mine, Lady Chu. Hi, Chu. Hi, Chance. We were so ready for that. We were just staring at each other. I know. <laughs> It's because we're talking about the fucking Wicker Man. Uh, All right, everybody. This is a 2006 film directed by Neil LaBute. Chu, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody everything Neil LaBute has ever done? The Wicker Man. That's it. (laughs) It was a one and done movie career. But you're wrong. I'm sure. I'm sure I'm wrong. All right, Chu, I've got four movies for you. I'm going to say you know none of them. In the Company of Men, yes or no? No. Good. Nurse Betty. Nurse Betty. Isn't that a show? No. 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 Excellent. I really wavered on that one. I thought if you were going to know any of these movies, it might be that one. With Renee Zellweger and Morgan Freeman. Okay. And it looked like a know nothing kind of stupid comedy, but it's actually a lot darker than that. And I remember liking that movie. How about Lakeview Terrace? No, but that seems familiar. Is that a scary movie? Scary? I don't know. Or like scary. a thriller? Is that a break in movie? Like a burglar movie? Yeah, kind of. It's with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. And he plays a cop who is responding to a home that's, I, I think, been broken into. And then he starts fucking with the family. It feels like a remake of Unlawful Entry, which I told you about just a couple days ago. I believe you. Remember? You remember? I'm... You believe me? <laughs> God damn it, you. <laughs> no, that seems familiar. It's with the well the um, the unlawful entry is with Kurt Russell because we were talking oh, about that's Kurt right Russell. and how awesome he is. Yeah, mm. but Lakeview Terrace has Samuel L. Jackson and Kerry Washington and Patrick Wilson. Oh yeah, I remember previews. The last one is Death at a Funeral. Have you seen that? No. Of course not. Why? I don't know why I asked. I. <laughs> Seen, that's ridiculous. (laughs) I wanted to ask, have you heard of it? No. Is that similar to Four Weddings and a Funeral? Because I haven't seen that either. Of course not. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that one's with Chris Rock. 
All right, Chew. We've talked about Dump Month, which this movie was not released in. Really? The Wicker Man, not dumped in January or February. It was released in September. However, there is a dump month adjacent problem with movies that this movie include that that, that included this movie. That's uh, if it was never screened for critics. It wasn't. <laughs> no. Ooh. Normally, you want critics to see your movie before it comes out, so that you can make posters that say four stars and Roger Ebert loves it right. or. You know, if it's a bad movie like this, it'll be something like the Detroit Free Press says this movie's yeah. fucking great. You know, uh, the Billings, Montana Herald <laughs> says this movie's <laughs> fucking awesome. But if it's not screened for critics, that's a big red flag. And this movie was not screened or yeah, not screened for critics. It all makes sense now. Doesn't it? Yeah. How much money do you think they spent on this movie? I actually think I peaked last week at it. I think it was like uh, uh, 40. Yeah, yeah. 40 million. And they dollars. almost made all their money back. Well, cumulatively right. in the world, yes. But that's all Opening I know. Opening weekend, 9.6. A little over half of their money back in the USA, 23.6, which is, of course, the bar for. The people that gave you the money to make this movie now fucking hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Big mistake. $38.8 million cumulatively worldwide. That's not good. 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's... Feels high. <laughs> yeah, I would say no, no higher than 15. I mean... No. I think there are people who might have responded to this movie because they thought it was an unintentional comedy. Do you know that Nicolas Cage is, is to this day very proud of this movie? And he claims that he and Neil Labute meant for this movie to be a comedy, a dark comedy. Do you have any sense of that watching this movie? Actually, two out of the four positive points were things that made me laugh. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I, I, I can I can get on half board with that. Like I don't a think smidge. It was intentional though, Chew. I don't know. I don't. I really don't think. I think they were trying to make. Because there's like it's not a funny movie. There was just no, a very very small handful of moments where I was like, oh, that was funny. Right. All right. So you have four positive points. Yeah. I only have three. Two, my other two don't have anything to do with the movie. <laughs> so two are, are things that made me laugh. The other two have nothing to do with anything. Yeah, I... Well, there, there were several things that happened. But I only counted it as one thing. I don't want to say yet what it is. Okay. Because it's towards the end of the movie, and I don't want to give it away. Okay. How how many grievances did you have? Nineteen, and there should have been more, but it was such a fucking snooze fest. There was Four. there was nothing to write. Yeah, I had the same problem. Yeah. 
but I got all the way to 22 grievances. All right. So we're in the same neighborhood. Which I felt was admirable considering how, much... how bored I was with the movie. <laughs> yeah, how much you hated it. Uh... You know what I do when I get bored, right? Uh, band names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so give us a few. Uh, I think the first one I wrote down was Patches McCage. Because <laughs> of his elbow patches? Because of his elbow patches. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> good. I wrote down Bead Tumble Jamboree. Solid. Based on his bee fall? Yep. That was fucking extra. <laughs> I also wrote down the Harbor Business Patrol. Solid. Because for some reason, he said, I think somebody said the words, I have harbor business or something like that. But I think my favorite is, well, this goes back to what I said I wouldn't reveal in my positive points. I'm just going to go ahead and give it up. Okay, go ahead. I wrote down the undercover bears. Like Dude, this movie goes big time to 11 when he dresses up like a bear. Yep. <laughs> I didn't know. I I, I just threw in the towel at that point. I was like, okay. Well, obviously, I already knew what happened because for once, this was, some, this was something that you hadn't watched and I have seen before. That's true. And I hate. Is this a first? Yeah. This is bizarre. This I don't is even weird. like being in this position. <laughs> now you know how it feels. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> oh, God, having to watch this movie twice. There is there was a huge span of time in between the first viewing and the second viewing. So I right. probably watched it around the time that it came out. I remember renting it and watching it at home and just being like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I was a teenager right, then. Did, I was probably like Did you know that it was based on no. an original film? No. Like a remake? No, I don't think I... I don't remember thinking that. I don't a think that would have surprised me. pre-film, Chew. I knew that later on in life, but I don't think I knew that yeah. at the time. Do you know who stars in that movie? No. <laughs> Is it somebody I would know? No, of course not. Oh, okay. In fact, the thing I'm going to reference, I don't think you'll know. All right. His name is Edward Woodward, and he was in The Equalizer. The Equalizer is a remake? Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Tell me everything you know about... Anything involving equalizers? Um, I know that Denzel Washington has made two, maybe three movies, and I they're always on two. Okay. Yeah, uh, they're two. always on, and I've never watched a single one of them all the way through start to finish. I always just right. get some bits and pieces, and it's always the same bits and pieces. So I'm thinking <laughs> he's just uh, he's just balancing out the universe. Getting bad right. guys. Do you know? Do you know the latest incarnation? No. Queen Queen Latifah. Ooh, actually, I knew that. It's a show. 
All right. So, but it was originally a TV show on NBC with Edward Woodward. Ooh, say that five times fast. What, just Edward Woodward? <laughs> yeah, see? Edward Woodward. Edward Woodward. Edward Woodward. Edward Woodward. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm saying Edward <laughs> yeah. Woodward. You start to sound like a kid who can't I'm, pronounce bars. I'm missing the R. Edward. <laughs> <laughs> this movie also starred Britt Eklund. Chew, no need to ask. I know you don't know who that is. Oh. But she was a Bond girl. Okay. From The Man with the Golden Gun. Interesting. Early Roger Moore. So, you know, trivia for you. Thanks. That's what I'm here for. I'm going to forget it, though. We know. Oh, of course. If we see a movie with either one of those people later, I'll say, do you remember when I told you about this person? And you'll look at me like I'm a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) And you're going to be like, we had this discussion, too. And be like, I believe you. We could possibly have that conversation tomorrow, and you won't you won't remember that we talked about this. Who are you? <laughs> Chew, it's Chance, goddammit. Oh, okay. I believe you. Okay. All right, Chew. Please, for the love of God. <clears throat> yes. It's time for Chu to describe the plot. Tell the good people what the fuck this movie's about. I dare you. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Depressed detective. Oh, I like that start. Excellent. Go on. Depressed detective takes on a case and it leads him to a secluded island off of uh, Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're weird as fuck on the island because they're secluded and it's very cult-like. You can see that right off the bat. And Indeed. The cult is mostly women. There's a lot of women on the island. Right. And he's looking for a girl who's gone missing. Who nobody's seen. Not a part of the original, by the way. The girl? Uh, the, the whole female oh, the aspect. the women part? Interesting. Yeah. There are men and women on the original. And they're all fucking all the time. Like, lots of nudity and sex. <laughs> I believe that. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what you do in cults. That's what they you do. They cut it out because they wanted this movie to be PG-13. Stupid. Dumb. All right, go on. Uh, he's looking for a girl who's supposedly gone missing, and everyone pretends like that they don't know anything. And uh, <laughs> weird shit starts to happen. Also, But not until the very end, because there's a lot of downtime. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's it. I'll say this. That first movie is an hour and 29 minutes long, and this movie's like an hour 45, I think. Yeah. And I remember thinking at one point, I'll bet you that first movie is 15 to 20 minutes shorter than this movie. This movie is plugging along with bullshit and nonsense that we do not need to see. Yeah. There's just a lot of him like wandering alone by himself and trying to figure out what. I'm like, it just could have been better. 
It just could have been better. All right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Chu has described the plot. You want to talk how dare you's? Yeah. All right, friend. The 2006 How Dare You Awards gathered exactly three How Dare You nominations for this movie. It won two of them. One of them has to be Biggest Snooze Fest. (laughs) Biggest boring piece of shit you've ever seen. We try not to be so negative. I know that's a concept that's not easy for you to wrap your head around. Have you met you? No. (laughs) What? I mean, yes, but (laughs) I'm saying no to your insinuation. Okay. The How Dare You Awards, you only even see worst in one category, and that's worst title. We still love movies, Chew. Yeah, I like good movies. This movie just fucking shat the bed. (laughs) Yes. So it was nominated for least successful reboot or remake, but it lost to Superman Returns. Mm. Okay. Yeah. It did, however, win most forgettable performance by an Oscar-winning actor, of course, Nicolas Cage. Oh, yeah. Took home that prize. I agree to that. Also, I'm sure you didn't know this, First of all, if I say the name Ellen Burstyn, do you know, even know who I'm talking about? Yes, absolutely. And one of my positive points was Ellen Burstyn really is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Even at an older she's age. She's one of my positive points for this movie. Yeah, she's good. Hold. But. The leaf blower. Hold for leaf blower. Motherfucker. I don't. It's not showing up, but. No, we're going to. It's wait. loud. Just talk fast. We were talking about Ellen Burstyn, right? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Three, two, one. Okay. So you know Ellen Burstyn, though? That's a surprise to me, frankly. <laughs> well, I would say that's rude to assume, but given my track record, what? I believe you. <laughs> Come on. Rude? <laughs> I believe you. Okay. Yeah. That, that's a, a fair. It's a fair assumption. But yes. Why would I think you know a fucking Oscar winner? She's... There are two Oscar winners in this goddamn movie. Yeah, wasted talent. And Ellen Burstyn's one of them. She's. Although I think my positive point is not so much like her acting in the movie. It's more. It's it seemed to be more she was removed from the movie. In the sense of. Uh Uh-oh, I know I'm in a piece of shit. So I'm just going to accept I'm in this bad movie and just be in it. (laughs) Is that a pun? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I thought she was going to... I thought her character was going to show up earlier than than she actually did, but I'm cool with it. There was definitely like this aura. She's an hour into the movie before you even see her. Yeah. Well, she won Most Forgettable Performance by an Oscar-winning actress. Oh, yeah, I can see that. She beat out Kim Basinger for Sentinel, Kathy Bates for Failure to Launch, Nicole Kidman for 
by the way, this is fucking the winner of worst title, Fur, an imaginary portrait of Diane Arbus. And she also beat out Hilary Swank for the Black Dahlia. Wow. Heavy competition. Yeah. Well, I would say it's no fault of Ellen's. No, absolutely not. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break. Okay. I burped in the middle of that. <laughs> you should keep it. <laughs> you should keep it in. We're going to take a break, and then we'll be right back with more burps after this. <laughs> On behalf of Lady Chu, I'll apologize for how long it took Lady Chu to recognize there was a leaf blower in the background. For fuck's sake. Can I ask you a question? Do you like beer? I like beer. It's required by law that you like beer when you're living in San Diego, California. But even I can get confused and dizzied by the amount of choices that you can see at your local beer store. What's a person to do? I'll tell you what you do. You'll watch the Vegas Beer Guys, a live show on Instagram and Facebook, and they will set you right as to what beers you should have in your life or should not have in your life. The Vegas Beer Guys are brought to you by Dan Aker, the beer professional, and Stephen Weiss, self-proclaimed beer novice. They'll drink beers for you and drink beers with you. Go ahead and check out their live shows, and they'll tell you which beers you should be having in your fridge. Everybody wants the perfect combination of molten hops in your life, and Dan Aker and Stephen Weiss are the perfect combination of fantastic and wonderful. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. Find them. You're going to watch their show and love their show. They give away free merch during their shows, so go ahead and check out the Vegas Beer Guys. What a great time. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu and I are here discussing the 2006 film, The Wicker Man. This is our fourth, right? Our fourth Nicolas Cage movie, correct? We're doing I think so. We're doing five shitty ones, and then we're doing your, your teachable moment. Yeah. And we're on number four of five. Yes. All right. I got a good note for you right here. When I was watching this movie yesterday, at some point... By the way, we paid for this movie. I did. I rented it. $2.99 fucking cents. I'm upset about it. I'm not happy. (laughs) Especially because at one point... You know when you're watching something online, not online, but uh, I don't even know what fucking place we got this movie from. I got it off of Amazon. Okay. Yeah, I think it was Amazon. But you know when it degrades and it starts looking all pixelated and fucked up for a minute? And then on this one, mine just stopped. I got the wheel for like... 40 seconds, and then it just said, no, we don't want you to watch this. And I wrote down, not even the Wicker Man wants me to watch the fucking Wicker Man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's funny. That's how not good this movie is. Nobody needs... By the way, 
difference between first movie and this movie. First movie actually takes place on a small Scottish island. I knew that. I did. Did you? That seems hard to believe. I watched... Uh, what, the preview? No. I think it was during Halloween. Um, uh, I'm having trouble remembering, so I'll, we'll, I'll come back. I'll circle back after the break. Because <laughs> I can't fucking remember. We'll get you your electroshock therapy, and we'll see if we can jumpstart your fucking brain. <laughs> I'm short-circuiting. Please send help. <laughs> Broken. Yeah, so it's a Scottish Isle. Place is filled with... And by the way, they keep almost all of the dialogue from the first movie for this Hold. movie. Outside bullshit? People are taking in their trash cans because yesterday was trash day. You should have taken in your fucking trash cans yesterday. Driving angry, this one. Them. Them. <laughs> their fault, not yours? <sighs> you seem to have a lot of fucking menace for them, though. Yeah, I don't like neighbors. Driving angry. I don't like people coming up my driveway. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm just a bitch, but I don't want anybody coming up my driveway. We're keeping it. Please don't come over. (laughs) (laughs) That goes for anybody. Please don't come over. Please don't come over. Unless I specifically ask you to. Blanket, do not come here. All right. What were we talking about? Um, The first Wicker Man was set in an island off of Scotland. So, okay. All right. So I'm surprised that you knew that, Chew, that it was set in Scotland. But that movie starts with him arriving on the island. Oh. You don't have all the beginning nonsense. Interesting. Although I couldn't decide if the semi-crash into the station wagon should be a positive point. It's funny you said that because I wrote it down initially as a positive point and then I erased my mark and I just left it as a neutral note. Because, mm. like, it came out of nowhere. I was surprised. I ended up putting it down on both of them as a grievance and a positive point. Like, from a horror movie standpoint, it was surprising. I did not expect that to happen. I expected something bad to happen because of the way the shot was created, but I didn't expect that. No. I thought he was going to almost get hit. I'm going to be like, yeah, see, that kid's a fucking weirdo. Super, super weirdo. But it was kind of a grievance for me because I can't imagine. There's no establishing shot of why this fucking semi-truck hits the goddamn station wagon. No. It's in broad daylight on the side of the road. There's no reason for it to hit that station wagon unless the brakes went out and the person was drunk and having a stroke. And at the end, you're still not even sure if that actually happened. Right. Which makes me very upset. And don't you see the the kid in the car? You see the kid in the car, the mom from the car, and the cop that comes visit him at his home on the island. I didn't notice that until the very end, and they take their masks off. 
Right. It, oh, That's okay. what I mean. Yeah. So I kind of assumed, I assumed. Shoot, she's inside the car when it explodes. Yeah, so what the? How'd she survive that? I don't get I don't it. It doesn't make any, it's a hole. There's a hole. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying that weird. It's a fucking, hole. A, an asshole. <laughs> There's a big gaping chocolate starfish butthole of a plot hole. <laughs> you know what? Let's fuck, what's a funny word no matter what? Butthole. <laughs> like you can't be like, oh, asshole's funny. No, no, no. I didn't say asshole. I said butthole. I said butthole. You butthole. It's just a good word. It's funny. Yeah. I'll say this though too. The second that fucking guy. Okay. Wait. This is another problem with this movie compared to the original. In the original, he is an actual cop from Scotland. He has authority, jurisdiction on the island. So when he's using that threat, it makes sense. Nicolas Cage threatening people in the state of Washington as a California highway patrolman? Holds no weight. No weight. Eat a dick, mister. Get off my weird island. Yep. But they didn't want him to leave. They didn't want yeah. him to leave. So in the terms of the dialogue being almost exactly the same, you know, when Nicolas Cage, he, what's he take out? His flashlight and he bangs it on the front desk of the weird oh, yeah. hotel slash bar slash tavern. Whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. That was weird. And he says, I'm going to be here investigating this crime. You all have to understand that. Remember? And they're basically, he's banging on the thing for no reason whatsoever, basically. He just looks like a lunatic. Yeah, that was weird. In the original movie, he's in an actual bar. There are both men and women in the bar, and they're cavorting around and having a good time. So when he bangs an ashtray on top of uh, uh, the bar... And tell, like he's saying, like, there's a reason because they're all being oh. loud for him to say, hey, shut the fuck but up. Nick. A child is missing. You're you're being yeah. assholes. But it doesn't make any sense when Nick Cage does it. Because everyone's oh. already quiet because he killed a bee. Right. Also, the men are missing their tongues. Yeah. <laughs> if there's any men in the room. I don't know. I don't remember if there are men in the room at that point. I don't know. He made a comment when he walked in. He's like, oh, I guess it's ladies' night. Yeah. Was that supposed to be funny? I think so. Sure. But since they all look like dour, grown-up children of the corn. (laughs) (laughs) It just doesn't have the same comedic weight. Oh, God damn it. This fucking movie. I also had a note. I think it's that same scene because she gives, he like asks for a drink and she tells him about the yeah. mead. And all of a sudden she gets excited about it. Like she's like excited to talk yeah. about it. But the whole time she's very stern oh, and cold. My, my, my grievance was I would not drink a single fucking thing that woman Hell gave no. me. And I was thinking that it was poisoned. And then I don't know if it was or not. It never came back, but 
but it felt like that, yeah. right? I thought that potion was going to help uh, produce bees in his belly. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and I thought this movie would end with him like, oh, I feel oh, like shit flying around in my tummy. <laughs> uh, Grievance. There's just so much weirdness. Like the dialogue, the interactions with people is so bizarro. Well, how about before he even gets into that bar? He meets the people on the side of the yeah. hill who have a bag. What, what was in the bag? They have a bag that's dripping blood. And wiggling. And wiggling. It looks like a human body. And they say, go ahead and take a look. And he goes to take a look, but then it thrashes about. And he just decides not to look at that Yeah, point. I need to know what's in the bag. What's in the bag? This is my first... This is my first of... Five grievance notes that just say what happens, followed by terrible cop. Yeah, he's not. He's. He is a terrible. He's not cop. a very good detective. Well, he was thinking about he was going to go out, go up for a detective, um, and then he did right. it. And I think that's. I think that makes sense because I don't think he would have been very good. We are looking at a man who could not pass the sergeant's test. I'll tell you that much. Correct. If you're about to look into a bloody, a seeping bag that's seeping with blood and it thrashes about and you're a police officer, don't decide to not look into it. That's more reason to look into it. You should absolutely open up the bag. At all costs. Fucking idiot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What's next? My notes my notes say, drink nothing they give you. Why is he banging that flashlight like a gavel? Yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> and then the whole barn scene, and he he's looking for Rowan, the girl, and then he falls through. Because he sees... He right. sees her or, who's, or whatever. We'll just say that he sees her. And he almost falls because of wood yeah. rot, right? And then he goes back to bed. Just what the was the point? That was that was that was when I knew uh, we're fucked. There's going to be like seven of those scenes where he's following something and it leads to nothing, and then and then they're just going to forget about it. Dumb. He he doesn't even say to anybody at that whatever weird hotel that he's like, I saw a child yesterday walk. I saw her running away, chased her into a barn. She disappeared. I almost died, by the way. Because you're a rotting wood, might want to have that looked yeah. at. No, nothing. He like didn't that. even. You went onto somebody else's property and damaged it, and then you didn't say anything. Right. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so, eh, okay. Sure, Nick. Okie dokie. Are we. Uh, so, is it the next morning when he goes to the school? Yeah. Because I got a lot to say about the this school. This is strange. Scene. It's fucking. So weird. weird. Which is in the original as well. Nice. But what do the girls say in this movie when they say, what does the thing mean? What does the tree mean or something like that? What do they say in this phallic movie? Phallic symbol, phallic symbol, and they repeat it. Okay, so it's the same. It's the same yeah. as the original. That's right. And 
So in the original movie, there's also a thing because he it's set up that he's an extremely religious man. Oh. I didn't get that. So you think that would make sense for this movie yeah. too, right? But I think because they took out all the sex, by the way, in that original movie, that woman, Eklund, she does this, like, it's like a musical number where she, like, buck fucking naked, does a, like a whole kind of shimmy dance up against the wall, which is meant to tempt the cop. It's so fucking weird. Christopher Lee's in that movie, by the way. Interesting. He plays the Ellen Burstyn character. Hmm. I believe that. Yeah. I think he'd play that Anyway, well. so when they go to this school, there's there's just so much shit. Because that's the scene with Molly Parker. Yeah. From House of Cards. Yeah. And, and Deadwood. I didn't watch Deadwood, but I knew her from House of Cards. Oh, you get your shit together, Chew. Fucking grievance. Sorry. It's not really on my list. I know everyone like, oh, Deadwood's so cool. But I'm like, eh, it wasn't, you know. Oh, I swear to God, Law Dog. <laughs> I will cut your lion pimp heart out. <laughs> That's a wrong movie. I know. You gave me a you gave me a a law dog earlier. Oh, it was poor. Off mic. Poor at best. Try that again. Try that again. <laughs> it's gotta be organic. Damn it. I described your first attempt as Woody Allen trying to play Ike from Tombstone. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. <laughs> That'd be weird. I think our audience should benefit from hearing that. I need to know how much of how many people in our audience even knows where that line is from. And if you don't, then you don't get anything from me. Because if you haven't watched Tombstone, you can eat my dick. Too far? Look at you getting on your fucking high horse telling people what they should or should not have watched. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Who do you think you are? I feel strongly about it. I stand by I stand by my shit. <laughs> I'm not saying you're not right, but I'm saying you're the wrong delivery person. <laughs> Haven't seen Jaws. I've seen it. Once, thanks to you. That's right. Yeah. Chance, giver of life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Too much? Uh, teens. I don't think so. I don't know. I'm making you a better person. Someone thinks a lot of themselves. <laughs> it's just that I'm, I'm not, this is just what I'm being told. This, this, this is what I'm getting from fans, <laughs> that I'm making Chew a far better person and that I should receive all credit for that. You're that person who logs in to a different account and leaves, uh, leaves comments on your own shit. <laughs> <laughs> so these fans you're talking about, it's you with different accounts. Has to be. I think Chance was amazing. Chew needs to pep up. <laughs> I think Chance is holding this podcast together. Chew needs to buck up. Uh, maybe this particular Chance, episode. Chance on this it. episode was great. Chew a little sluggish. <laughs> Actually, that's that's appropriate. I would say yes. I feel sluggish. I just 
This movie was so right. fucking boring. We I know. We got we got sidetracked from the school conversation because this movie's a fucking bore fest. Patches McCage. <laughs> so Patches McCage goes into the fucking school. <laughs> That's his character from now on. Love it. Patches Agreed. McCage. So Patches McCage goes to see Molly Parker at the school. She's the teacher. The kids are talking phallic symbols. But my favorite fucking part is what works in the first movie because he's a religious man, but doesn't work in this movie when he says, do you know this little girl? And they all say no. He passes a picture around. All the students say no. Then he realized there's another desk. He opens the desk and a fucking crow comes out of it. In the original movie, I think it was like a, it was a bug, a beetle, I think. And the beetle was like tied to a screw and walking around. Severely fucked up. Yeah, that that shit ain't cute. I guess they're both fucked up, but. Yeah, I don't like that. Anyway, he pulls out the attendance book in both movies, but in this one, when he finds that, when he sees the girl's name, he looks at all of them and says, you little liars. And he's not selling it well. No. <laughs> Old Nick Cage, not selling it well. That was, I'm telling you that much. That was definitely a grievance. In fact, I feel like the best actors in that scene were the girls because they passed yeah. that picture around and they're like, no, I... I'm, I'm, I believed that they didn't know who she was. I believed their lie. Yeah, that was solid. That was solid work on those kids' part. I did not believe his admonishment of the lie. No. <laughs> Little liars. Okay. He's so upset. <laughs> it's hysterical. <laughs> Calm down, Patchy. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, is there anything else from the school scene? I know that they go outside and talk about it. There's, you know, a bunch of nonsense about... Yeah, she, you know, she kind of gets off she on says a technicality. She's going to be burned, and then... Yeah, she doesn't exist. Says, What'd you say? <laughs> she says she was burned. Yeah. And there's the whole, like, they're digging up fucking dolls out of the dirt and whatnot. But first he gets permission, right? He goes and sees yeah. Ellen Burstyn. Yeah, he goes All and right. sees Ellen, and she's like, I don't give a shit. Go and fucking dig it up. I don't care. Do what you want, copper. But his repeated refrain of, you're going to get trouble from the cops. Yeah. They're like, uh-huh, sure, yeah. You understand what this is? And at one point, he's holding up his badge, and it says Highway Patrol. I just wanted one person to, like, look at it and go, oh, so you're not a detective even. <laughs> And I do not mean to speak ill of the people in blue who are doing the good work of giving us all tickets, fuckers. But <laughs> have you recently got a ticket? No. Okay. <laughs> Actually, the last time I got a ticket, he was a very nice man. But it was an aggravating situation because I was... Have you ever been behind a car who's going about 20 miles per hour below the speed limit? Yes. So I'm in a section of the road that I believe was, you know, when you're not on a highway, but it's still 55 miles per hour. Yeah. I was on one of those and I'm going up a hill, but I'm going, I get behind this asshole who's going like 35 on the 55. 
So I get over to the next lane and they cut me off and get right in front of me. And now you're like, for crying out loud, I just want you out of my life. So I speed up to about 65. Now I'm on top of the hill and I get up in the other lane and now I'm going down the hill. And because I'm down the hill, I mean, I was probably up to close to 70 miles per hour on a 55, but also right at that spot, I think it goes down to 45 miles per hour in the speed limit. Yikes. And I just see this cop sitting at the bottom of the hill and I'm like, well, now I'm fucked. Yep. <laughs> he knew. You weren't yeah. the only person to do that shit. He's like, do you know why I got you going this, you know, this rate on this road? I said, I know, but, oh, you're right. <laughs> it's like, are you having a bad day? And I'm like, no, but like this guy, slow and this, and the, you know, it was just a confluence of events, sir. <laughs> so, he said, I got you on the gun. What can I tell you? <laughs> yeah, shall we? Yeah. Here's your ticket. All right. Sorry, that was a huge tangent to avoid talking about the Wicker Man. <laughs> Let's take a break. How about that? Okay. We're going to take a break, and then we'll finish up talking about the Wicker Man. I got a lot to say about the end of this movie. I'm, I'm, I'm actually genuinely excited for the end of this movie. Oh, nice. I'm excited for the end of the movie because it's the end of the movie. It goes full tilt boogie for freedom and justice and nonsense. Oh, yeah. It goes. It, it happens quick. Oh, we'll be right back. Does the coronavirus have you feeling oogie? Have you been sitting on your couch for weeks? Nay, have you been sitting on there for months? Well, it's time for you to get back in shape. Check out 2 a T Fitness. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook. 2 a T Fitness was started by Tina Bernard. She is ready and raring to go to help you get back into the shape you want to get into. They've got all kinds of classes. They've got outdoor in-person classes. They've got online classes if that's what you prefer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back in shape. You're going to find a variety of exercises. You're going to have strength training, cardio, weightlifting, even fun five-minute burnouts that will push you to your limits. So get off the couch, get into shape. Go ahead and check out Tua T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. And we are back yet again, ladies and gentlemen. Chu and I are here discussing our fourth. By the way, Chu, we can do, I don't know, anywhere from five to 20 more Nicolas Cage movies. If we want at some point, <laughs> just to be clear, we could have like, we could make a whole separate podcast. We could have a Nicolas Cage year. Yeah. Just for his movies. <laughs> All right. Sadly, today we're still talking about the Wicker Man. Uh, yeah. This fucking shit show. All right. Wait, I, I referenced my first terrible cop moment. Here are my other terrible cop moments. He figures out he's the father. Yeah. If you're a detective, which he's not, but I'm just saying, even if you want to be a detective, your ex-girlfriend has a daughter who's about 10 years old, 
and you guys broke up about 10 years ago, maybe that should enter your thought process before the right? last 20 minutes of this fucking movie. Because as the audience, you're like, oh. We had figured it out. The second he got the letter. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I had a grievance against that letter. That writing was way too fancy. Huge grievance. I didn't and like it. And everybody on the island writes like that because yeah. the attendance book was like that as well. Bullshit. Crap. Bunch of also, crap. Also, with their daughter, once he finds out that his it's his daughter and she's still missing, he takes the time to make out with mom. Ah. It's because, oh, well, we share a daughter now, so and jump right back into it. It's an awkward kiss, by the way. Yeah. Like, they're not sure, or he's not sure, and then he goes in, like, oh. Oh, I also have a note that the women who are beekeepers look like sand people from fucking Star Wars. Totally. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But he yeah. also gets caught in that cage, which is another one of those scenes that goes nowhere, because she just comes down and saves him. But I thought, don't go in there. Somebody's going to lock you in there. Terrible cop. Yeah, he's dumb. Then, when he's trying to find uh, Sister Summer's Isle, Ellen Burstyn, he checks every room. He's finding old men with uh, fucking leprosy and herpes. Yeah. In a terrible combination. He finds a naked woman covered in bees. He opens up every door in that fucking house except the one that leads to Ellen Burstyn. He just walks out. Terrible cop. Yeah, he just gave up. The bees scared him. Yeah. He could have just shut the door. It's fine. This man is a disgrace. Yeah, he's not good at his job. And then also there, there's the final one when he finds the pilot. Oh, yeah. Remember when he finds the pilot and he's missing his eyes and his eyes and his lips are all sewed up and all the flesh has been torn from his hands and there's blood fucking everywhere. He shakes him to see if he's alive. Terrible cop. He shakes him? I didn't see that. Yeah. He like, Interesting. Hey, mister. <laughs> no, man. He's dead. You don't have to be an EMT to fucking say, that guy's dead, dumbass. Move on. <laughs> yeah, the pilot had, um like, stick fingers. Like Bones. the wicker man. Oh. Bone fingers. I thought they were, I thought they just shoved sticks in oh, his flesh. I thought it was Bones. I like All that right, idea. well, let's get to it. I like your idea better. It's fucking solid, right? Yeah. All right, the end of this movie, Chew, he dresses up like a fucking bear. <laughs> he sure does. He is in a, a big bear. bear costume, which is different from the original. In the original... There was uh, some sort of folklore thing about the the jester, like a court jester, becoming the king or something. I forget. It's been a while, but but he's dressed up like a court jester. Mm. In this movie, he's dressed up like a bear. Now he sees the young woman, the young his daughter, tied to a post or something, and yeah. he runs up as the bear. Oh, that was another thing. He keeps punching women. <laughs> Just going to say that. <laughs> I was like, eh, we're going to say the same thing. Yeah. 
a lot of he beats up three women at least. Yeah, he has fucking cold cocking women, and at least two of them is while he's dressed up as a bear. Yeah. Yes. I do not condone the punching of women, but when you do it dressed up like a bear, I'm sorry, it's gonna be funny. Yeah. Like it's, just, it's not okay, no getting away from but that. it was funny. Yeah. Ugh. So yeah, that was my that this is this is the portion where I said all of these things happening at once, all the all the bear related stuff was positive points. But I just lumped it into one. <laughs> all right, that's fair. I just put down bear nonsense, positive points. <laughs> you know, him punching these women, uh, which was kind of alarming when it first happened. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Are they horrible people? Yes. But in their defense, I'm like, okay, Patchy, this is why they don't like men. Because you came in and you're just like, all right, I'm going to start punching you guys. Right. I'm going to start hitting you. So now we're just going full circle. He punches the barmaid. He punches Lily Sobieski, who's in this movie, by the way. Kicks her. Like, roundhouse. Whatcha? Yeah. Which also is not a skill set that this guy seems to have. Do you remember when he got stung by all the bees and then he finds himself in bed? And the great Frances Conroy from Six Feet Under. She's awesome. She plays like the doctor lady. And get you know saves his life, but not with his B potion, not with his not with his little EpiPen. Yeah, she says we we fixed it the old way. The old way, she says. But did and... you notice when he got out of bed? I was like, Nicholas Cage, you have thin, tiny goat legs <laughs> on he's top a... of a buff body. He's a slender gentleman. He probably he probably doesn't lift lower body. Oh, he's skipping leg day for sure. He is. Yeah. He's just on the treadmill. (laughs) He's just running. It just looked like no muscle mass, bones covered with skin. And that's it. (laughs) He might be self-conscious about it because some men have very skinny legs. And they're like, no, don't look at them. They're too skinny. You know, it's like a whole thing. Not me. I'm the opposite. So maybe Nick. People see my calves and go, Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's because you're hiking all the time. Get out of here, you albino gorilla. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get back on track. Okay. Fucking bear nonsense. So he runs up, punches another woman in full bear costume, runs away with his child, leaving his, his old girlfriend. Fuck you, taking the taking the girl. Didn't didn't even acknowledge the fact that oh, no one else is really chasing me up this mountain. Like oh, the whole crowd is just watching. Like they knew this was gonna happen, which they but did. But a few people are chasing him. Four. Yeah. Four people. But where it goes to magnificently stupid is. The girl starts getting away from him because he's taking off the bear costume. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. But he leaves the bear feet on, Chew. Oh, my God. I didn't even notice. You didn't? No. Oh, my God. I've never laughed so hard in my life. (laughs) He keeps his bear feet on? He is running (laughs) behind his daughter with the bear feet. 
Oh, patchy. Not B A R E, B E A R. <laughs> In case anybody was confused. Bear paws, bare feet. <laughs> wow. Yes. Until he gets surrounded. Yeah. Now here's my question for you. Even having not seen this movie in the theater, the one thing I remembered vividly from the previews was Nicolas Cage getting this contraption put on his head and yelling about the bees. Was I that heard scene they cut it, it out when when you watched it. No, um, it's all cut out. Yeah, there was like this bee torture scene, and but they you cut hear it out. It. So they have. The dialogue, because you hear, like, the smashing. So what the scene was, because I looked it up (laughs) on Google, (laughs) was they lay him out and smash his kneecaps or his legs, break his legs with some bats, and then put this helmet thing on him and pour bees into it. And he's screaming, not the bees, not the bees, which is you don't hear. Right. You just hear the smashing. You hear, like, ADR My smashing legs. his legs, getting yeah. beaten up. And then he's being dragged to the thing. And I think all of that was in an attempt to make this movie PG-13 instead of rated R. But it comes across as so stupid, doesn't it? Yeah, it made me think, like, the voiceover oh. shit? Yeah, I thought the streaming was fucked up because, like, oh, the audio's not matching up with What's the happening? picture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, no, hated it. Stupid. Like, just show him get his, you don't have to show the legs actually getting beaten. You can just do like a torso up and we can still get the, we can still enjoy the torture. Which is almost pretty much what they do anyway. It's not, you know. Yeah, you're right. It's weird. But it's they stupid. They put this helmet on him and then pour bees in the top of the helmet. And then he's screaming, not the bees, not the bees. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a delicious piece of acting. And <laughs> and then Francis Conroy jabs him with his own EpiPen in the neck just to keep him alive long enough to put him in the tower and burn him to death. That's rude. Yeah. But see, in the original Chew, you know, it's it's interesting because Christopher Lee is giving him a, a chance to be a religious martyr. He's telling him, you want to do this. You're a virgin. You've been waiting to get married, which is a part of why they're doing it, too. And he's like, I'm affording you this opportunity to you know, be pure. Right. So, hey, thank me. (laughs) That's a fucking stretch. Right. Jesus. But since we know that Nicolas Cage is putting P into the V and making babies. Yeah. That's all lost in this movie. And he just burns to death. And they kill, they do the animal sacrifices too. They have the animals burn in the Wicker Man. (laughs) I knew you wouldn't like that. I'm upset. Stupid. Like, I mean, it sucks because Nick Cage was lured there on false pretenses, and he now he's getting burned alive. But that doesn't near, that doesn't come close to upsetting me as much as the goat and the ducks. Came of his own free will, Chew. Uh, 
Anyway. Oh, and then six months later. Title card, Chew. Title card. Grievance. Title I didn't see card? that coming. I didn't remember that six at all. Six months later? And yeah. who do we see? Tell the audience who we fucking see. This is... Uh, this You're is so surprised. I was like, Mind-boggling to me. I you couldn't guys, believe it. James Franco James shows up. James fucking Franco is at the end of this movie for two minutes. Yeah. He's about now, to be isn't dead. is the spoiling of the crops is supposed to be... Like, it's only happened once in the thousand years these people have been on this fucking weird island? It's like 150 years, but yeah. Oh, all right, fine. But sacrificing <laughs> Nicolas Cage is supposed to fix it? This so, ending supposes that the very next year, bad crops again. So I had to think about this. Is this a plan? Like, are they going to have their babies and then 10 years later? Is this the beginning of the plan? Oh, well, I don't know, actually. That's interesting. I was thinking, so it's, when Nick Cage shows up to the island, it's at the beginning of May. So I'm thinking they have two, two like festivals or whatever. So they were talking about, oh, yeah, this is like death and rebirth festival, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. But September, the, the date on the pictures of the girls, the black and white pictures, they're all in September. And that's harvest. Yeah. So May to September isn't six months, but I'll give it to you. Um, right. So I'm thinking that James Franco and his friend are the sacrifices for the harvest. So I think they have multiple uh, sacrifices going on. That's what I was thinking. You gotta double up on your fucking sacrifices. That's a given. Yeah. I should have been thinking of that. My my apologies. Yeah. Because, you know, things happen and, you know, maybe the first one didn't work and you just have to have, you need an extra. So you have planting, planting, killing and harvest killing? I guess. All right. I think you would probably... I think you would probably, uh, you know, plant sooner than May, but I don't. Right. I don't know. That's not my area of expertise. What is your area? Of I expertise knew you were gonna. Exactly. I was like, hopefully he asks. <laughs> I, hold on. Shut that puppy up! God damn it! <laughs> He's being an asshole. Oh, that's Sadie. Oh, Sadie. Please, please go lay down. Thank you. You could just, you could give the, the mommy voice and she. That's because the kids are talking outside. Uh, I can hear him and Sadie's yelling. Sadie. Sadie's a good pup. She's Did, growling. You, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you shut up, mister. Don't you talk me up. You know what my last grievance was? For Johnny Ramone. The dedication when the credits started. I, I was thought, like, Poor Johnny Ramone. <laughs> totally. I was like, that sucks. <laughs> I'm sticking up for Johnny Ramone. He doesn't want his. He, no, no, don't make this movie for him. I don't know who Johnny Ramone is, but sorry, buddy. Yeah. You this deserve is better. A, yeah, he did. Oh, man. This fucking movie. Literally nothing happened until it happened. And then too much happened. Yeah. All right. What's the drinking game, Chew? Ugh. Fuck. 
No thought given yet again. This movie sucks so hard. God. Um, I would say, and this is subjective, so anytime the dialogue is just so fucking weird or cringy or confusing (laughs) or any of the above. So you might be just wasted and throughout the entire fucking movie. Nice. Hold. Fucking garbage truck. We didn't beat the garbage truck, Chew. We didn't beat much of anything today. I'm telling you. You garbage cunt. <laughs> That's a rough insult. <laughs> if somebody calls you that, you're like, oof. That's a knife right to the heart. Shit. Wow. I'm just picturing, like, Oscar the Grouch, like, his girlfriend. Like, his fling. Fucking poor garbage guys just trying to get through their day. And she's definitely like a hot pink colored puppet with like crazy blonde hair. Nice. She's kind of messy. Maybe dresses a little white trashy. Kind of messy. <laughs> she has a white halter top on and denim, je- denim jean shorts that are too short and frayed. There you go. I'm not sure. I don't think you really understand Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> this is Sesame Street After Hours. <laughs> oh, we might have to keep all of this now. All right. I think we're good on the garbage. Okay. What was I saying? Drinking game. Oh, yeah. All right. So, <laughs> my drinking game became every time he's a terrible cop. Solid. That's a good uh, and one. that can be subjective too. So it could yeah. be more than the five or six times I had it. But it's peppered throughout. Yeah. Worst cop ever. Or any scene that leads to nowhere where you have like this big scene. That's true. But then nothing happens. That's four shots at least. Followed by pounding one whole drink at the end because you could just say that about the whole movie. Fuck. <laughs> you know, the the idea behind this story isn't bad. It's just, I think it's just really hard to, I don't know, to deliver. I don't hate the I, idea of this story. I didn't write a lot of notes in the first 10 minutes, and I was worried. Same. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, is this movie going to be okay? I mean, I'm glad I was wrong because yeah. it's not. <laughs> but <laughs> all right. Yeah. Do you recommend it? <laughs> oh fuck no! No I no know. no. Did you? Which of the? Which of the movies do you like better, the original or this one? Oh, the original for sure. Okay. Yeah. Was it like an actually decent movie, or is just the? It's an interesting you know, the best movie. Of t- Two evils. It's an interesting movie. Okay. It's still weird and fucked up, but in a better way. I accept that. Because it's like weird sexual nonsense. There's a woman, I think I remember, there's like a, a, a gorgeous woman, completely buck naked, hugging a tombstone in that movie. 
What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Pagans are weird. Yeah. So you Pagans can imagine how that might set off a Christian man. I That would set off anybody who's just <laughs> relatively normal. You just uh, don't do that. It's just disrespectful. Don't do that. He's like, I need a wafer. I need to cleanse my palate with some Jesus body. I need a wafer, a dry, stale wafer, and some grape juice, please. Thank you. All right. I have nothing left. You? Uh, No. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening. Yeah, say goodbye to everybody, Chew. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you have watched The Wicker Man, then you understand how Chance and I feel. And if you haven't watched Wicker Man, don't. Or do. Or do. <laughs> or do. Parents feels can, good. Parents could uh, set it up for teenagers as a punishment. Not like an elementary school kid. That would not be right. appropriate. Yeah, no. <laughs> Fine. Good day to you, madam. Good day. That was nice. Well played. All right. (laughs) Until next time. It's this movie. It's because I hate it so much. I procrastinated watching it, and now it's just taking forever. (laughs) It's taking forever to get through it.